join the conversation now on the WVMT Morning Drive with Kurt and Anthony. 888-414-0303. Welcome back to the Morning Drive, everybody. Kurt and Marcus Serta in the house this morning. The old team is back. <laughs> and uh, on joining us online now, as we head toward town meeting day, just five days away now, and we've been interviewing lots of candidates from Burlington, South Burlington, uh, Colchester even, and Milton. And now we've got a city council candidate from Ward 3, Malik Mines. Good morning, Malik. Hey, good morning. So, Malik, uh, one of the things I want to ask you about first is, of course, you are running as a write-in. And you're running a, a serious campaign. I've seen the literature and the mailings that you're doing. So it's not that you're just throwing your name out there. You're actually running a campaign and trying to convince people to write you in. Um, and basically, you didn't get the petitions turned in on time. Is that what it boils down to? Oh, yeah. Like 100% is what it is. So, <clears throat> yeah, it is a pretty serious writing campaign. And we've been trying really, really hard to make sure that people understand that I'm running. And there's been mailings after mailings after mailings to get the word out. And uh, is the writing campaign consisting of other things? Are you actually getting a chance to get out and talk to people in Ward 3? Oh, my God, yeah. I've knocked so many doors at this point. I've made so many phone calls. There's people at City Market who will walk up to me and, like, talk to me and say, like, hey, I saw your thing. I got you thinking about And just, like, like what I had to say, they listened to the forums, and I've gotten a few votes just by walking into the grocery store. So, um Yeah. What what are you hearing from people as you talk to people in Word Three? Uh, what is is their major concern? Is it different from what everybody's talking about in the rest of the city, or is it pretty much the same? So you get the same issues about public safety, affordable housing, but I think Ward Three is just a little bit more uh, particular because it's so downtown centralized. You know um, that some of the issues that we're feeling, or that I hear people are feeling too, is that there's not enough communication from city leaders about the issues like um again around public safety and around affordable housing but how to get things done so there's a lot of action without input from constituents and that's one of the biggest things that people like have so would you say that there is a lack of actual community engagement coming from the city or is this about the the citizens being more disengaged than ever from the issues and what's happening in the city no, there's definitely uh, citizens who are engaged, but I think it's like who's listening to them is like the biggest thing. Because I hear about citizens who are like writing to their uh, counselor or who are showing up to forums and like they're just not being heard. Like they'll show up to the uh, NPA meetings and again, their voice is just like not being heard. And I think what they want now out of a city councilor is someone who will do that work to actually get out there, inform them, listen to them and put in action plans that will help them. And Malik, what do you think, um, again, you mentioned public safety is the thing that's on everybody's mind. Every every neighborhood in the community has felt it in one way or another. What's your thoughts on public safety? And are you supporting Are you supporting the Democratic candidate, Joan Shannon for mayor, and you are supportive of her, her, her proposed policies? So my take on public safety is that we need more police officers downtown and just in Burlington as a whole. And they need to be on foot patrol, and people need to be able to see them to understand that the police are out there doing their job. But you also need to understand that the firefighters and the EMTs are also a big part of this, too, and that we need to support them as well, because 
they're the ones who show up sometimes first to the scene. And again, giving them the resources that they need to do their job is also a part of the public safety plan too. Um, I do support a lot of what John is saying about public safety, specifically increasing the Catholic police that we have right now. And also, again, what I was saying with the fire department as well. Do you, if you had been on the council, there, there of course has been a lot of talk. Last year there was question number seven, which was about disciplinary committee on policing, a citizen discipline committee or a department. It was voted down very strongly last year, question number seven. But the thought was that they would come back with some kind of a proposal um, on that would in, that would increase the police commission's uh, responsibilities in regard to disciplinary disciplinary issues with police. That did not get put on the ballot for the town meeting day election in March. Uh, did you follow that? Do you think it was a mistake to not put it on the ballot in March, or do you think that it wasn't ready to be put on the ballot? I don't think it was ready, and I've told people this story all the time about how, again, I'm from Philadelphia, and there's no like no thought of that ever in my community, like where I come from. And the fact that we have a chance here in Burlington to actually sit down and think things through and get something through to the voters that has been thought out and something that we understand that consequences come from all of this, we, we have one shot to get it right instead of sending it to the ballot, putting it back, going to the ballot again for the like second or the third time. So I do think that sending it back, having it worked on, and then having something that's really concrete and something that the people can understand, like whose role is what, is pretty vital. And again, having the opportunity is something that a lot of communities don't get. And Malik, what do you think about the city council? Obviously, in Burlington over the years, there have been times that uh, council has taken action or tried to take action or weigh in on national or international issues. And recently, there was a petition effort to put a ballot question on in regard to the Israeli-Palestine-Hamas conflict or war. The council chose not to put it on the ballot. Can you give me your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think, again, city council's job during those open forums is to listen to people and to hear where they're coming from. But, again, it's not our job to solve international issues like that, especially when they're so pervasive in our community in the sense of people on both sides were not feeling heard truly. And I think it would have been way more useful a city council's job to have an open discussion in our community where healing can happen or people's voices could have been heard rather than putting something on the ballot that would have divided our community. Um, I, that's my stance on that. Again, I think that calling for a ceasefire and doing that and also, sorry, uh, calling for a ceasefire and also declaring that like war is bad. Again, like I don't think anyone is going to take a stance in that in the sense of like, yeah, like we support war. Um, but I do think that our community needed healing in that time and needed discourse in that time. And that ballot item did not do that. Malik, I was, we were just interviewing Joan Shannon and I contend as a citizen in Burlington and taxpayer that the number two issue that's creeping up closer to the number one issue is, uh, affordability in Burlington. Uh, property taxes are high. We love Burlington, but it's getting more expensive and, Coming out of Montpelier, there is talk of a, and it's partly because of aggregate spending all across the state, uh, that we're looking at a nearly 20% property tax increase. Are you hearing that from people in Ward 3, too, concern about property taxes? And I know there are a lot of renters in Ward 3, but 
uh, increased property taxes can also lead to increased rents. No, and that's like the direct correlation between that too. So I'm a renter who would love to be a homeowner, but again, we have a vacancy rate that's probably at or below 2% right now. And there are people who I talk to who own their homes in War 3 or own their condos in War 3 who are just like, I'm getting taxed out of my home and we're considering moving out of Vermont. And that's something that we don't need or something that we don't want out of our citizens is them moving away. Um, I definitely felt the increase too. My rent had just increased this, uh, <laughs> my first year living in my apartment and we just got a rent increase already. So we're looking for a new place. And yeah, I think we need to come up with new innovative ways of taxing. And I think a vacancy tax on certain buildings and properties that have been sitting in Burlington like vacant is a good way to go about that. Um, and I think it encourages development. And I think it, development doesn't just necessarily mean housing, but I also think it means like giving people things to do in the community too. So, yeah, I think our taxes are getting a little bit too high. Let's go to the phone lines. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Hey, good morning, and uh, thanks for uh, for running. Uh, it's a difficult uh, job, but we appreciate your efforts. Um, I had a question. Um, if you're elected to the city council, um, how would you approach the the both mayoral candidates' position that housing is a right? Um, we we often kick those terms around. Healthcare is a right. Housing is a right, especially in a progressive city like Burlington. But both those things tend to have real financial consequences that have to come from someone. Um, how would you approach the idea that housing is right and, uh, you know, whether or not that impacts the, the cost of housing, the availability of housing? And if we make it a right, won't we be attracting a lot more people who come demanding that right? Thanks, and I'll, I'll listen for your answer. Thank you. Yeah, um, <clears throat> it's very interesting, um, mostly for the part of, like, demanding the right. I, I don't think people need to demand their rights in a sense of it should just already be given in a sense of housing so housing is a right to me and i do think people have the right to be housed um and i think it also needs to be affordable and um i'm, I'm not sure exactly what you meant by the point of like both mayoral candidates though so i can only speak for myself um i think we want people in burlington we want workers and we want people working in our restaurants working in our hospital working in our city working for public works and in order to do that, you need to increase the supply of housing. Um, for one instance, like where people were talking about the uh, Burlington Town Center and that turning into um, turning into hotels. Um, yeah, we have a policy right now where people can pay in, in lieu uh, of affordable housing, and that money will then go to the city so that way the city can build the housing. But if that also isn't high enough and the city can't build the housing, then we're going to hit like a stagnant point of where how much affordable housing do we have and how much housing development actually goes on. So to me, housing is a right, and we need to actually start building more housing to get more workers, to get people to stay here, to increase that vacancy rate, and to make sure that there's competition amongst housing so people can not pay a high $2,000 rent for a studio apartment. All right, well, we're local people about local issues every day. The Morning Drive with Kurt and Anthony on FM 96.3 and AM 620 WVMT. Welcome back to The Morning Drive, everybody. Kurt and Marcus here. Marcus back in the house. And uh, 
We're continuing our conversation now with Malik Mines. He is a write-in candidate. If you want to write, if you want to vote for Malik Mines in Ward 3 in Burlington, you've got to write his name in. He is not on the ballot, but he's running a really serious write-in campaign. Um, Malik, what uh, housing has also, been, has also been a big issue in Burlington. Uh, we've got some big housing projects going on. The City Place project is moving forward. South End housing appears to be on the move. Uh, what else would you say about housing? Are there other things that we can do to increase the availability of housing stock? Um, yeah, when you look at the idea and the proposal of the neighborhood code, I think that's one of the probably the best solutions that we've come up in recent times about like how to increase housing stock is letting private homeowners or private developers in that sense to actually start building in residential medium and residential high in certain areas and encouraging that growth and development like within areas where we haven't seen it before, um, the south end or like the new north end. So I do think that there's plenty of ways now in which we can start increasing our housing stock and getting that vacancy rate up. We're talking to Malik Mines. If you have a question for Malik, give us a call on the McKenzie Country Classic Hotline, 888-414-0303. Malik, are there issues um, that are are specific to Ward 3? Is there anything in Ward 3 that is Ward-specific that you hear? Yeah, and it seems like it's kind of, like, silly, but it's not that silly because this is something that has to do with, like, health and public health as a whole, too. And the bus and transportation is something that a lot of people in Ward 3 rely on, as well as walking and biking. And you talk to residents who are elderly and who live in like uh, high up apartments and like, you know, these condensed apartments and they want the streets paved and they want the sidewalks fixed that hasn't been fixed in forever. And, you know, they want public and reliable transportation where they can get to do their grocery shopping and have it done in a timely manner. And, you know, I, I feel the same way. I don't drive. I bike in the summertime. I take the bus in the wintertime. I try to walk as much as I can, but even that, again, I fell on my way to go meet a few constituents one day, and I told them that because <laughs> it was, like, really snowy out. And they are like, you know what? That's also on the top of our list, too, is, like, how do we fix the sidewalk? Like, mm. so, yep. <laughs> Let's go to- again, that's, those are, like, no, sorry, go ahead. No, it's fine. Let's go to the phone lines. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Yeah, I know that, that Joan Shannon has gone now, and they were talking about revenue. And I just came out with an idea that just want to throw it out there. It's maybe crazy, but how about if the city started a citywide weekly lottery and the revenue would go to public service and police department? Citywide lottery. Yeah, citywide lottery. But, you know, listen, I think that brings up a question for you, Malik, is as you look at, and again, your responsibilities as a city councilor would be, you know, obviously controlling expenses is going to be important, right? Because we're talking about affordability. But there is also the ability to you as a city councilor to adjust the potential revenue lines. Are, are there ways or things that you have thought about that would potentially increase revenue to the city to help uh, offset what would end up being a tax increase on the, on the rate base? Yeah, I think Burlington needs a strong winter marketing campaign. I think that we attract a lot of tourists and a lot of people in the summertime to come down and utilize our waterfront, utilize Church Street, come to our neighborhoods like the South End and the New North End. They go swimming in our lake, you know, and that's really nice in the summertime that we have that. But I do think we also need to realize how can we have that same tourist attraction 
and those same attractions and uh, local uh, availabilities for the wintertime. Like, our waterfront is highly underused in the, water, in the wintertime, and I see it as potential. Like, you go to Montreal, you go to Philadelphia and Boston, and people are out and about. They're spending money. They're shopping they're on their main streets because there are attractions there that come in the wintertime. And I do think, again, we can find out solutions of how to do that and how to make Burlington way more attractive to tourists who want to come and want to stay and want to do things and use our hotels. So that's a solution on me that I would love to work on and love to figure out, like, how do we do that? Malik, quick thought. We're almost out of time. A quick thought on um, injection sites, referred to as safe injection sites or overdose prevention sites. Are you in favor of establishing one in Burlington? So the data is there, and you can find data on both sides about the effectiveness of a safe injection site. I think in Burlington, the fact that our taxpayers aren't going to pay for it, and it comes from like the opioid funds, I believe, that trying out an, um, a safe injection site and giving it a trial and see what happens and see how it affects the community, and also having community input on like where it should go is something that I would stand on. Um, I hear a lot that there are people in War Three who would love that and love to see safe discarding of needles and not seeing people shoot up in our public parks or down at our waterfront and, again, making it more accessible for children and families and people who live in War Three or who live in Burlington. So, I mean, again, I'd love to see what happens, but I'd love to look at the data a little bit more, and we can go from there. All right, Malik, take uh, 30 to 45 seconds or so, and... Give your best pitch to voters why they should write in your name for City Council in Ward 3 next Tuesday. Yeah, so again, I have been a resident in Vermont and in Burlington for over the past 10 years. I moved here to go to college, and I stayed after those four years, not realizing that I would build such a strong community here and a strong support system. And because of that, I've made those connections, and I've worked for our our, our school systems. i worked for our nonprofits, I've volunteered. I've done all that I can to show that I truly care and state that I want to stay here and help see Burlington reach their potential.